Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it is the 11th of July, 2022. And on today's show, we discuss the Nationals getting swept by the Atlanta Braves, the good, the bad, and the ugly from that series. And also, two Nationals uh, talking about their all-star prospects. Juan Soto's an all-star. Josh Bell is not. We give our thoughts on that on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. We thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. We are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online and BetOnline.net. Bet Online is the best place to get in on all of these sports action today. Make sure you find our podcast wherever you guys get your podcast and on YouTube as well. You can follow us at LO underscore nationals on twitter you guys can follow me at josh neighbors underscore so a busy weekend for the nationals they get swept um by the atlanta braves but also we had some encouraging news juan soto was named an all-star so he is going to be a reserve outfielder um and so that is kind of the you know one of the big things uh, that we are looking at here is that it's good to have him as an all-star and kind of talk about the season he's had because he's heating up now. We'll get into that more. But Josh Bell d- does not make the all-star team. Um, got an outside chance, you know, uh, with, with injuries. We'll see what happens. But the starters of the National League, it's Wilson Contreras, um, Paul Goldschmidt, Jazz Chisholm, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, Jock Peterson, Bryce Harper, and also William Contreras is there as well. And so that takes you then to the uh, other guys that you guys know about who the the pitchers are. Sandy Alcantara, David Bednar, Corbin Burns, Luis Castillo, Edwin Diaz, Max Fried, Tony Gonsolin, Josh Hader, Ryan Helsley, Clayton Kershaw, Joe Mantiply, Joe Musgrove are your pitchers. And then your reserves are Travis Darno, uh, Pete Alonzo, Nolan Arenado, CJ Crone, Jeff McNeil, Albert Pujols, and Dansby Swanson, the old special selection for Albert Pujols. The outfielders are Ian Happ, Starling Marte, Kyle Schwarber, Juan Soto is uh, going to his second All-Star game. So, um, you know, first on Juan, let's talk about Juan. So you know, this weekend series, uh, he really began to heat up, and his bat is starting to come alive a bit once again. We know the one thing for him is he's walking a lot. I mean, he leads the league in walks um, by a pretty considerable margin, all, all of baseball. 73 walks on the year for Soto. He's hitting 243 with a 398 on base percentage, a 473 slugging, 870 OPS, a three war, 17 home runs, 37 RBIs. And so in a year that we've considered a down year for him, yes, he has a name value, but also you got to look, I mean, he is 
been really productive just generally speaking. And he's off. I mean, his, his July so far through the first 10 days of July, guys, he has been dynamite. He's 11 for 24 with 10 walks, three homers, five runs driven in and just four strikeouts so far this month. So he's beginning to heat up just a little bit after a really bad June. So I, I think his, you know, we always thought that his numbers would eventually even out and kind of find their level and find a place that they would make sense. You know, I think, uh, yeah, if you go beyond just kind of the counting stats, yeah, this is a guy who probably deserves to be an all-star, but that does take us to Josh Bell, who feels like he deserves more consideration. Now, the problem for Josh is that he is playing a position that's got a lot of depth when it comes to uh, when it comes to the National League. I mean, this is a position that is absolutely stacked in the NL. Obviously, Paul Goldschmidt leads the charge. He's had a great year, but you've got Freddie Freeman and you've got Pete Alonso, who are there also, who are having really good seasons. Um, CJ Crone is there as well. That's the guy who kind of beat Josh out. And look, his counting numbers are a bit better than Josh's, but also he's on a better offensive team overall. So Crone is hitting 307 on the year with 16 homers and 55 runs driven in. Does have 152 total bases. Josh Bell is at 155. Bell's got him on base by about 22 points. Uh, slugging percentage, though, favors C.J. Crone. OPS goes in Crone's direction. Excuse me. I'm caught my throat there. Yeah. Um, it does go in Crone's direction as well. Freddie Freeman's having a really good season also. And he's he's Freddie Freeman. So he's going to get kind of the um, the nod normally when it comes to, to things like that. But, I mean, yeah, they're going to carry three first basemen. I mean, four, but I'm not really going to count out the rules. Um, you know, they're going to carry three first basemen. It's going to be Goldschmidt. Alonzo and CJ Crone, who are going to be on there, but Josh Bell has been good. I mean, it's it's you're kind of splitting hairs. His team is worse, so I feel like that's going to be caught against him. Not like the Rockies or some juggernaut here, but yeah, it, it's tough to see a guy like Josh Bell, who has battled through you know battled through COVID last year, then had to correct things and has had to be on a bad team and you know didn't get the contract extension that he wanted. It's tough to see him perform so well and not get the recognition for it. Um, you know, I, I know it's not all star games. It's not, you know, it's, it's a halfway award. And so it's like the only thing that matters, but it's difficult to see a guy that we've had, you know, has had so much success. Um, it'd be nice if they could put the tag all-star on him while they're trying to trade him. That'd be great, but they can't. Uh, and so that's just, you know, the national's not a lot going for them. Soto's an all-star. Uh, his numbers are weird, and the outfield's been kind of odd this year. So it's, you know, I actually kind of think he deserves it, especially with the stretch he's put together recently. I know it's kind of not how he got up there, but the stretch he's put together recently has been a very, very strong one. All right, for the American League, just going to go through this really fast. Um, Alejandro Kirk is starting a catcher. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Jose Altuve, Rafael Devers, Tim Anderson, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, and Shohei Otani are your uh is your lineup paul blackburn emmanuel clay uh Cl i think close place i forgot how you pronounce it garrett cole nestor cortez clay holmes jorge lopez alec manoa shane mcclanahan shohei otani martin perez gregory soto framber valdez and justin verlander are all your pitchers for the american league 
And then reserves for them, Luis Arise, Xander Bogarts, Miguel Cabrera, special selection, Andres Jimenez, and Jose Ramirez. And then in the outfield, Andrew Benintendi, Byron Buxton, Julio Rodriguez, George Springer, and Kyle Tucker are all your uh, all-stars. And once again, you know, Josh Bell, the, the rule is, look, like one, you know, somebody from each team has to be on there. Although Soto does satisfy that. We could argue maybe, hey, Josh is getting cut off by the fact that other guys from other teams have to be on there. So just something to note when we mentioned Josh Bell here. All right, a uh, quick word from our sponsors, and we'll look, pa- look back at the series from this past weekend. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to Built.com today. That's Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. They've got built bars, they've got built go, they've got built boost, but they want you to know about the coconut brownie chunk puff. Delicious. It's good. It's good for you. It's available now at built.com. Promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off at built.com today. All right, so this past weekend, the Nationals get swept by the Atlanta Braves. And doing so, they set up a pivotal series between the Braves and the Nationals. But I'll get you guys the rundown here. 30 and 58 are the Nats. That's a 341 winning percentage. That is second worst in the league. Only Oakland at 333 (coughs) has a better one. It's not very good. They're 24 uh, games back of first place, the Mets. They are 22 and a half back of the Phillies. They are 13 back of the Marlins. They are 14 and 31 at home, 16 and 27 on the road. They have a minus 142 run differential. It is the worst in baseball. They've lost four in a row right now. They are one and nine in their last 10 games. Uh, so, from this weekend, let's start with the last game like we normally do. Um, you know, they played two games. I mean, look, the Nats have played four of the last five games have been at least two run games, right? So this is a 4-3 loss, and this one was one of those where the situational hitting from both sides was really poor in the end of this game. I mean, the Nationals end up 2-for-12 with runners in scoring position. They fail to score in all three extra innings, they fail to get a runner across. Now, part of that's decent pitching, but it's not like uh, this Braves bullpen has been absolutely lights out so far this season. Thought Paulo Espino gave them a nice start, four innings, six hits, two earned runs, four Ks. But Machado, Ciszek, Edwards, Rainey, all those guys were good. Kyle Finnegan gets three strikeouts in this game and his inning in two thirds, but does end up blowing the save just because of Matt Olson. Absolutely. Or excuse me, Austin Riley, who's been red hot this year, ripping a ball over the wall off of him. But you know, I, I haven't loved Kevin Franzen's commentary this year. I don't think he's been excellent. Um, what I will say is I thought he, you know, I mean, like, I think he's funny. He's, he's good. I, I don't, I'm always sold in the banter between him and Bob. Uh, it sometimes annoys me just a little bit. That's all I, that's all I wanted to say. But that that that, that aside, um, I thought that he made a good point where I think Kyle Finnegan actually pitched pretty well. I don't think Kyle Finnegan 
necessarily pitched poorly. I just think Austin Riley beat him on that. And that's what happens. You get a hard charging guy, like Kyle Finnegan, who just kind of, you know, he chucks it in there. Um, you know, that's going to happen to you. So I, I like the way the pen actually looked in this game. A lot of them, you know, in big spots, uh, got the job done. And I, I, w- I also want to shout out Lane Thomas. I mean, this, this team, not able to manufacture a whole lot of offense, but he comes in and pitch hits and rockets a home run that allows the Nationals to get themselves uh, tie or they actually go one up in this game. And it feels like the Nationals at a lot of points this season have just not been very good at coming from behind. But in this game, I will say getting ahead in the end uh, did not really work out for them. Lane Thomas obviously gets the three-run home run. Uh, Harry Adrianza is the only other guy who gets a hit when runners in scoring position on a day where he went one for five. So really the bats of them, uh, the Nats bats, I mean, they're cooling off uh, pretty considerably. I mean, the only guys are hitting pretty well right now. I would say, excuse me, I'd say Juan Soto is definitely hitting very well right now, but you look down the list. I mean, there's not many other guys who are really uh, kind of on a good stretch as we are speaking. So a four, three loss there for the nationals, and that was the same score of the loss they had the previous day. Two close ball games that they lose the Braves. This is not a team that the Nationals are you know, set up to, you know, kind of win uh, big games. But Kyle Wright was fantastic uh, or, you know, gave a really strong start. Eight hits, three runs, five Ks on 84 pitches. Will Smith and A.J. Minter shut the door. Patrick Corbin, I didn't think he was horrible. I, you know, I think the big question was, hey, could he, could he keep it rolling? It wasn't like he got completely shelled. Four runs spread across over six innings, but a lot of the damage, all the damage really was done in that fourth inning. Infield single, uh, and then obviously, um, you know, there's a throwing error, and also uh, Orlando Arcia singles and drives in a run as well to make it uh, four to three, or, you know, the, the ending damage I say was done. Austin Riley homered again in, in the first inning of this game. Um, so, you know, and look like giving up a homer to Austin Riley is going to happen. This guy's on a tear right now. Uh, and he's been, I mean, he's, he's been clocking the baseball like pretty much all year. And it feels like, you know, if you throw that thing in the zone, he's, he's going to knock it out. And I thought the nationals maybe even considered putting him on early in the extra innings in yesterday's game, the Sunday game. So I'm not going to fault you too much for giving up the long ball there. But, um, uh, you know, so this is a game where also one set of two for four, Josh Bell, two for four, Nelson Cruz, two hits, Caver Ruiz, two hits, Yadiel Hernandez, two hits. What does that tell you when everybody's getting two hits and you're not scoring a lot of runs? Well, that means that you weren't getting the hits runners in scoring position. One for eight. Nationals one for eight with runners in scoring position in this game. And so that's a huge problem for them. That, that's that's the problem is, look, these aren't good veteran. You know, they've got some good veteran hitters and some of those guys have been hitting in big spots. Um but they're not like across the board delivering offense in, in important spots. I mean, you combine that back-to-back days well, with what they did, that is going to be, quick math in my head, 3-4-20 in runners in scoring position. It's really not going to get the job done. The Nationals put two runs across, one in the seventh, one in the eighth, to make this a 4-3 game. But three runs on 12 hits, you know, it feels like they should be doing better than that. And they just weren't good enough. And then the final game uh, of this series, and so, once again, Patrick Corbin, like, yeah, I think it was an awful start, so I'm not going to totally wreck him for it. Also, good to see Mason Thompson back. He's looked really strong so far coming back. Uh, Eric Fetty gets absolutely shelled. So does Erasmo Ramirez. Uh, and a game that was rain-delayed, then not. But Charlie Morton, a strong start. Seven innings, four hits, seven Ks for the Braves. Colin McHugh and Stevens going to get the job done. 
Nats bullpen takes it on the chin in this game. Eric Fetty takes it on the chin in this game. And the offense goes 0 for 2 with runner scoring position. The Nats on the weekend go 3 4 22 with runners in scoring position. Just a really difficult weekend for the Washington Nationals on that front. And so uh, that is something obviously we have to address and hope kind of these young guys can pick it up. But I will say the one thing, one wrinkle I kind of liked was Luis Garcia batting first. He's only done it once this year. I'm going to try to get him going once again because he had a lot of success, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth this year. Small sample size, sub 40 ABs, but he's had at least uh, 37 batting fifth, 23 batting sixth, 28 batting seventh, and 33 batting eighth. This was 16 batting ninth. He's hitting, uh, let's see, so batting fifth, he hasn't been great, but sixth, he's hitting 304, seventh, 357, eighth, 333, and ninth, 500. I mean, he's done really well as a back of the lineup guy. The one thing they have to get him is, you know, with runners on, needs to be a bit better. He's been good with just like nobody on. Uh, but the one thing you know that, that's noted is he's been really good leading off innings, and so maybe they want to bat him as that leadoff guy. He's 14 for 36 leading off innings, so maybe that's something the Nationals see something they could take advantage of there. But I think that's something to watch moving forward. How many opportunities does Luis Garcia get to bat in that leadoff spot? So something to watch there as we move forward. All right, one more break, then I'll let you all know what is coming up on the show here. In the coming days, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online and BetOnline.net. Major League Baseball season, MLS is going on, summer league, uh, you know, some summer soccer as well. Bet Online and BetOnline.net, folks, is the place to go to get in on all of the action. Bet Online today, they've got a nice new interface, they've got all the sports you all could want. Uh, MMA, boxing, golf, all of those things. I bet on NASCAR yesterday there, Chase Elliott winning the race, Denny Hamlin getting wrecked by Ross Chastain. Didn't love it. He is a Richmond, Virginia guy, so didn't like to see that. But go to BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. All right, so for the Nationals, as we are heading just you now two series away, from the All-Star break, they've got an Interessante series coming up. Two against Seattle, followed by four against the Atlanta Braves. This is a homestand now coming up for them. So interesting two-game little series coming up for them. We'll preview that a little bit tomorrow. But also tomorrow, going to talk with Max Raymond. You guys know I like to do off days. We like to do the Washington National Stock Exchange. So Max Raymond from District on Deck will come on. We'll talk whose stock is up, whose stock is down, and what does that mean as the Nationals head to the trade deadline right now in Major League Baseball. So I want to thank you all for watching. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find the show wherever you guys get your podcast. You guys can find us on YouTube as well. Leave a comment, subscribe, all of those things, and tell your friends as well. Well, thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. And make sure you also check out our friend Lindsey Crosby over at Locked On MLB Prospects. Boy, is he going to get a workout right now, folks, as we head to the trade deadline. He's telling you about the guys we need to know. Also, we're heading towards the Major League Baseball draft. I know Nats fans will be watching that. A lot of top picks for Nats this year. Uh, so we'll see what the Nationals do there. But Locked On MLB Prospects, a great place to get 
all of that information. All right, my friends, till next time, as always, please stay safe.